0: You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning into the show today. Thank you for being here with me for this conversation. Today, I want to talk with you about perfectionism. And I felt inspired to talk about it because if I'm to be completely honest, this is something I'm really navigating and actually really working through in myself at the moment. And I've been reflecting on my episodes on this podcast and and what I share, and I've realized that sometimes I can feel that if I'm going to talk about a topic, I need to speak about it from a place of expertise or this place of having overcome the challenge and being on the other side and having the solution versus really talking about the things that I'm navigating in myself that I'm working through and being willing to speak about them from a place of being in the process versus feeling like I have to have mastered this area before I can talk about it. And I guess this is part of the perfectionist pattern, right? That is seeping into my experience at the moment. And it's causing me to hold back from sharing things that I'm working through, that I'm feeling, and that I'm experiencing. And my intention in my work has always been to come from a place of authenticity and realness. I never wanted to give the impression that I'm someone who is now perfect because I teach this work, that I never have struggles, that I'm never navigating things like fear or doubt or judgment or comparison or the fear of not being good enough. And being a teacher of this work doesn't mean that you necessarily become free of these patterns ever arising for you. It doesn't mean they disappear and you never have to face them again. Really what it means is that you do enough of the inner work that you become equipped with the self-awareness the tools and the connection to your inner wisdom and your power so that you can break out of them and move through them much faster. And so for me, I'd rather be an example and an embodiment of a woman doing the work, showing up for the things that she's navigating and sharing how she's working through them, than trying to be some perfect example of someone who never struggles with this stuff anymore and teaching from a place that's honestly really unrelatable. So the recording of this episode was actually one of the steps that I was guided to take in helping me break through some of my perfectionism that I've been experiencing. Because if I was to be completely honest with you, it is perfectionism that has been stopping episodes of this podcast coming out as regularly as I want. It is perfectionism that has stopped me sharing as consistently on my Instagram, on my stories and my posts and with my community. It is perfectionism that has been stopping me sharing all of the beautiful new photos that I had taken in my two recent photo shoots. And it's time for this to stop. And as with any pattern, when we let it play out inside of us without it being examined, it will run rampant. So many of us encounter inner blocks. You know, we come up against them all the time. But not often are we really stopping to examine them, to question them, and to work through them. Maybe we notice them, but then we just end up giving all our energy to them, getting caught in them, and we allow them to continue. And so, part of the reason I felt to record this episode is because I want to break this pattern that's been playing out. I want to call it out. I want to shine a light on it, and I want it to stop running the show. So, Let's just take a moment, and I want to invite you to do this to just take a moment to call yourself out for any perfectionism that is currently playing out in your life. I want you to take a moment to think how is this playing out for you right now? Get really honest and really feel into what impact is this having on you right now? And if I were to be really honest in answering that question, perfectionism is having a huge impact on me right now. One of the things I've noticed about perfectionism, especially in the area of creativity, is that it completely squeezes all of the joy out of an experience. It makes it stressful, heavy, something that we want to avoid, rather than something that we feel excited and eager and passionate about. And I've been thinking about this with my work and my business. Because when I started, everything I did was honestly so far from perfect. But do you know what? It was real. It was unfiltered. It was messy. It was honest. And it was fun. The imperfect place that I shared from allowed so many people to connect really deeply with me and it allowed me to feel really free in my expression. It allowed me to just follow my joy and my inspiration and not have to get it right, not have to get it perfect, and not have to overanalyze every part of the process. And so this is the first tip that I want to give you, is to come back to joy. Without perfectionism, without the need to get it right, without the fear that's behind that, such as a fear of failure or making a mistake or not being good enough is just joy. It's the joy of the experience or whatever it is you're doing. If I were to think about my writing, my Instagram, my podcast, anything I do in my work really, when I first started it, I did it because I loved it. It brought me joy. It was fun. I was really tuned in to my own love of what I was doing, to how it felt to me. I was not worried about how it was going to be received, whether people would like it, whether it would be judged, whether it was good enough, none of it. I was really connected to the love and the joy of what it was that I was doing. And this is why we see children have so much fun because perfectionism just doesn't exist. They are just tapped into the fun of what they're doing. They're so in the moment of it. They're following their joy. And they're just expressing what's moving through them really freely. And there's no measure of whether it's good enough. They're just tuned into how they feel, how they feel as they're doing it, whether they love it, whether it's fun, and whether it feels good to them. And so I've had this realization in my work that I disconnected from my own inner compass in this way. I stopped paying as much attention to how it felt to me whether I loved what I was doing and what I was writing and what I was sharing and what I was creating. And I began to focus more on other people. My focus drifted off myself and onto others, thinking about how it would be received, whether people would like it, whether it would help them, whether it would resonate. And that left me questioning it, modifying it and overanalyzing what I was creating and doing. And so we really have to come back to trusting ourselves and trusting what we feel. And we overcome perfectionism when we just come back to joy. We ask ourselves, did I enjoy the process of creating this? If so, then it's good enough. There's no other measure. And this is inner fulfillment. When we're tuned into the joy of what we're doing, we are fulfilled from within by the very act of doing it. But when we are focused on being perfect, we are actually seeking that fulfillment externally. We're wanting to get the external validation and approval of what we've done. And we're disconnecting from our own inner guidance around it and how we feel about it. So we have to stay really attuned to the inner fulfillment that we're feeling as we're doing what we're doing regardless of the external result that we create this is actually about detaching from the outcome and letting the energy of love and joy that we feel while we're doing it be infused into what we're doing and really trusting that because the space you create from the energy you create from is infused into what you create and people feel that People feel that when they read your work, when they listen to your podcast, when they look at your photo, when they listen to your music, whatever it is that you're creating or putting out into the world, when they read your offering and your sales page, your coaching program, or whatever it is you've done, people feel the energy you're embodying while you're doing it. And that's what makes it successful. So this is my first intention for myself that I want to share with you as well. I'm going to come back to my joy. I'm going to come back to just having fun, to loving the podcast, to enjoying my writing, to enjoying creating, and just sharing everything from this place of inspiration and joy without all of this pressure around it. So I want to ask you, where can you apply this to your situation? Where can you see an area where you have squeezed the joy out of that experience because you're trying to be perfect where you've disconnected from your own enjoyment of it how you feel why you do it your passion around it your love for it because you're concerned around how it's going to be received and whether other people are going to like it and whether it's going to be good enough and so I want you to really ask yourself what would it look like to come back to the joy the pure joy of this experience or this creation or of what I'm doing And the next piece here that I really want to share is about allowing and giving yourself permission to be messy and to be imperfect and to actually find ways to embrace the messiness and the imperfection of yourself and of everything that you do. So many of us only love ourselves when we're being one way, the way that we think we should be versus loving all of ourselves at all times for all of who we are. Messiness, flaws, imperfections, the mistakes, the mess-ups, our weaknesses, all of it and all of us. What parts of yourself do you judge as being messy, as being imperfect, and therefore what parts of yourself do you hide away? These are the parts of you that need your love the most. These are the parts of yourself that need to stop being judged as wrong and simply welcomed as a valid part of you. You know, in this online world of social media, we have ridiculous standards set for what it looks like to be the perfect woman, the perfect mum, the perfect business owner, to have the perfect appearance or the perfect relationship. It's completely unrealistic and it places so much pressure on us to be a certain way. All of us is not being welcomed here our humanness, our realness, our rawness is not being welcomed. It's not being embraced and therefore we feel that it's wrong. Perfectionism blocks connection. It blocks authenticity. It stops other people being able to feel us, to feel our energy and our realness and who we really are. Perfectionism is a mask we wear and it's exhausting to always have to uphold this appearance. So let it be messy. Let yourself be messy sometimes. Let yourself messy cry with snot hanging out of your nose. Let yourself show up on an Instagram live when your voice is shaking. Let yourself share something with another person that makes you feel vulnerable. Be willing to put out that first draft of something that you're creating. Let your house be in disarray. Let yourself fall apart in front of someone else or let them know that you're not okay. Let those real parts of you be and be seen and be experienced and be welcomed. Let yourself not always have to have it together and always have life sorted out. And stop judging these parts of you as wrong. How can you start to drop all of these rules and these standards and these expectations you have on yourself of what it looks like to be perfect and who you think you need to be? And how instead can you welcome more authenticity, more realness, more imperfection, and more messiness? You know, for me personally, just coming on here to speak openly and share in my content more around the things that I'm working through, the real stuff that I'm navigating the parts of me that don't have it all figured out or solved yet, the parts of me that are in the messy middle, this is what I want to allow to be more seen and revealed. And this is just simply about me being more real, you know, which brings a feeling of vulnerability. But in it, it also has a liberation and a freedom in who we can be. The next part of working through perfectionism that I want to talk about is to actually do some deeper inner work and healing around this pattern and to understand for yourself where this comes from and why it plays out for you. And this was really sparked for me after I did a one-on-one coaching session with a beautiful client of mine who was talking about perfectionism. And it really brought to my awareness how what is set up for us in childhood particularly around who we learn to be and what we think we need to be in order to be good enough, can really impact these patterns of perfectionism as we get older. And in this session, as I was guiding this beautiful client through her process around how perfectionism plays out for her, we uncovered for her that she learnt this from her father, that this was really modelled in her relationship with her father around how he would speak to her. And what he would validate and praise her for and then in turn how she would now speak to herself and i just want you to take a moment to really think about where did you learn that you needed to be perfect where did you learn to place such high standards on yourself where did you learn that being good enough or being lovable came from being perfect Whose voice did you take on that is now your voice and how you now speak to yourself? What did you learn about different parts of you growing up, those parts that were loud or messy or emotional or made mistakes? Were you supported and embraced to be all parts of you or did it feel like certain parts of you were more lovable and more wanted and more accepted? You may have started to form a judgment that some of those other parts of you weren't good enough and you needed to be a different way. And it wasn't until I did this coaching session with this client that I began to really think about, hang on, where is my perfectionism coming from? Like where is this pattern coming from? Where did this get set up and why is this playing out for me? And when I reflected on my relationship with my dad, which often for women this can be where it comes from, and my dad was very results and outcome driven, And I learned from him that it was not enough to just enjoy what you were doing and create from a place of enjoyment, but instead you needed to place your attention on the results and the outcomes. And it was all about achievement. I learned from him that it wasn't enough just to enjoy something. You needed to push yourself further and really find out your potential and what you were capable of and get great results. And this is such an experience for women growing up because when we're in our feminine, when we're younger, we are just in the flow of what we love. You know, we love to follow our joy. We love to play. We love to create. We're really connected to that feminine essence of just being and enjoying. But often we're getting feedback from the masculine role model in our life, and the masculine's all about the outcome, the results, and turning it into something and uh, turning it into some form of achievement. We start to pick up this information that it's not enough for us just to enjoy and follow our bliss. We need to focus on getting results, achieving, moving forward. And very often it's this feedback from the masculine in our lives that is validating us for what we do rather than for who we are. And so for me, everything that I did growing up, whether it was tennis, swimming, writing, reading, I did it all because I loved it. It was fun. I was naturally good at it. I was a really creative kid. I didn't excel at any of these things, but I was good at them and I loved them. However, that wasn't enough for my dad. He didn't seem to be content with that. He always wanted to see what else I could do and achieve. He wanted me to go and compete in these sports and enter competitions. He sent me off to a private school so I could get even more academic support and excel in these areas. He put me through tennis coaching and swimming coaching, and it was all about needing to do more and more and more for him to be proud and happy. And as I reflected on this, it made so much sense because I recognized for me, my writing, my podcast, my coaching, my work, it just simply started as something I loved and I enjoyed. I was passionate about it. I did it because I enjoyed it. I had a natural ability for it, but that's never been enough for me. And so rather than just allowing myself to enjoy it, I put so much pressure on myself to get certain outcomes, to achieve certain things, to achieve things at a certain standard and level, and it squeezes all of the joy out of the experience. And so, my love, what is your wound that you're carrying? What is the pattern of behavior that was set up for you? What did you learn? Did you learn that you weren't just able to have fun, but that wasn't productive, were you told that anything less than your best was a failure? That anything less than top marks wasn't good enough? Were you only praised and loved for your achievements? Was it all about what you did rather than who you were? Was your messiness or your imperfection or your emotion scolded and told it was bad? Or was it not supported and validated in the ways that you wanted? Were you told that you had to look a certain way to be beautiful? And how does that play out for you now? As I'd mentioned, for me, it's in my creative expression and disconnecting from my own joy and worrying about how it's going to be received by others. Because really, what this pattern comes down to is a fear of not being good enough. Ultimately, our deepest fear is that we're going to fail, that we're going to do something wrong, that people will be disappointed or not like it, and that ultimately we won't be good enough. Because I really want you to think for a moment, if you were to put out that imperfect thing, that offering, that piece of writing, that photo of yourself, that caption, that artwork, that piece of music, that creation, that project, or if you were to show an imperfect part of yourself, what's your greatest fear? Truly, what comes up when you think about putting out something imperfect or being imperfect? What are you afraid will happen if you're not perfect or you don't do something perfectly? What is the feeling that you're trying to avoid? Really think about how you would feel if that happened, because this is the feeling you're trying to avoid through perfectionism. Because really, the reason we try to do things perfectly is to ensure that they're good enough. Because if they're good enough, then we're good enough. Perfectionism is a way that we delay or prevent really putting ourselves or our work out there and avoiding potential failure or rejection or not being enough. We try to get things as perfect as possible to reduce the risk that they won't be good enough. And we're actually being driven by an underlying fear or feeling that we're not enough. The trap with perfectionism is that perfect is really hard to attain. And for a perfectionist, I mean, you know, you will never actually get there. Nothing will actually ever be good enough for you. And with that critical lens that you always look at yourself through, you'll always find something wrong. And so as a perfectionist, what we're trying to do so often is catch these things that could be wrong, mistakes, things that other people may not like to ensure that other people don't see them and really see this deep fear that we hold that maybe we're not good enough and what we've done isn't good enough. So come back to this little child within you that learnt some of these things about themselves and learnt who they needed to be and how they needed to be to be good enough. And I want you to think about what did that little child most need to feel safe to play to express themselves, to create, and to know that whatever they did and however they did it, it was good enough? What did they need in order to know that whether what they created was imperfect or messy in some way, that it didn't mean anything about them and their worth and their value? What does that child need to feel safe to fully just express and be who they are and enjoy the experience of what they're doing without having to worry about how it's going to be received? Your inner child is just craving the freedom to be fully expressed and fully herself or himself without any concern about whether it will come out perfectly or not. And this little one within you needs to know that they will be loved, approved of, and be good enough no matter what. They need to know that their worth is not based on their output, on their results, on their achievements, on their looks, or their performance in any way, but their worth is inherent to who they are. And so your inner child needs to be given permission to play, to have fun, to let loose, to be herself, to make mistakes, to get it wrong, to give it a try, knowing that she'll still be loved. And so it's up to you to stop criticising and judging everything that she does, or in this case, everything that you do now as an adult, and start being more kind and encouraging and accepting of yourself. There is a part of you just yearning to be enough as you are, just yearning to be loved, as you are, regardless of how perfectly you achieve or do or create anything, regardless of your output, your outcomes, your results, and whether they're perfect. And there's a part of you just wanting to come back to joy, wanting to be able to play and be free in your creation and your expression and wanting to be in the joy of who you are, just doing what you're doing and doing what you're creating without the need for it to be perfect. And so think about what would you say to a little child who was wanting to express themselves, create something, put something out into the world, but was terrified of it not being perfect and it not being good enough and of failing and of making a mistake. Imagine that little child is sitting on your lap. Give them a hug and just think about what you would say to them that would let them feel free and safe again to fully express themselves and be who they are and create and do whatever it is that they want and whatever they feel inspired to do. I know that perfectionism isn't the easiest pattern to overcome. It can be a really sticky one. And as I've shared in this episode, I've definitely been getting stuck on it. But as I said, I came on here to talk about it, to shine awareness on it, because that's how we break a pattern. We shine awareness on it. We find the courage to take a deep look within ourselves at what's going on to understand why that pattern's playing out, for us to understand where it comes from and to lean into new and different ways of being. Ways of being where we can be fully expressed, messy, imperfect, all of who we are, authentic, real, true, where we can drop the masks, where we can come back to tuning into our inner guidance, which shows us what we feel inspired to write, to create, to do, to make, to share. And we can just trust that. We can just trust that inner guidance and let that be our guide of whether something we create or do is good enough. I hope that the message in this podcast today has been supportive for you. If you resonated with this conversation and you love Awaken Radio, make sure you're subscribed. Subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode when I release them. If you love this episode, share it on your stories. Tag me at Connie underscore Chapman or pass this episode on to a friend who you think may gain value from this conversation. Thank you so much for being tuned into this week's episode of Awaken Radio, and I look forward to talking to you again next time.